the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to all, no matter where you are in this world. My name is Lucy Pulido, and I am filling in today for our great DJ, Christopher Hart, who is not available because he's planning bigger and better things. And of course, for uh, Rich, we can't find him just yet, so uh, we'll have to uh, worry about him. If I can't find him in about 15 minutes, I'll begin to cry. So I am on my all by myself with uh, ideas about how to help our entrepreneurs. And as you know, SCORE in Orlando is here but to help. We are in the Orlando Fashion Center and we're ready to help. But there's an important function coming up. And that is the SCORE BizFest. And that will take place on May 2nd. And we are certainly looking forward to meeting each and every one of you. It's going to be a very exciting program. It will start at uh, noon, 12 noon on May 2nd. That's when the doors open and uh, registration is available if you haven't registered yet. Uh, the program starts at noon and there will be some free headshots for everyone. And, of course, the general session really will start officially at 1245. Uh, please try to attend. There will be seminars. There will be some networking, uh, raffle and prizes. And, of course, this will have uh, an opportunity to have uh, roundtables and we'll also have uh, uh, keynote speakers. So uh, try to be there. And, as I said, it is on my May 2nd at the Orlando Fashion Square, the Orlando Fashion Square. Okay, well, today we have with us, our guest is Ian Alexander. He's also a SCORE counselor, and he's got a tremendous amount of experience. And we're going to have an opportunity to interview with him and talk to him a little bit about SCORE and uh, a little bit about his past experience. So, Ian, welcome. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's nice to have you. Well, one of the things that we're always interested in is, is really learning a little bit more about you. So tell us, how did you get to SCORE? How did you find out about SCORE? And how long have you been with SCORE? Well, uh, let's do it in reverse order. I was, uh, I've been with SCORE about two and a half years. Um, I started uh, in December through my training. And uh, I really enjoy being a counselor because it gives me an opportunity to give back. I've had a pretty decent life, and uh, now it's my turn to help other people. I think that uh, I agree with you, and that's the reason why we are all there. We are, as you've heard this before, we have about 60 counselors, and we are all volunteers, and that's the main reason why we are there is to give back. But tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I was born in New York City when I was very young, and uh, my father uh, told me, son, I want you to go a long way in life, and just to make sure... He nailed the door of the boxcar shut, and I couldn't get it open till we arrived in uh, Tucson, Arizona, 
which is where I grew up. Oh, one cross country, huh? Yes. Uh, I got my bachelor's degree at the University of Arizona in mechanical engineering. I have a master's in management, which I got here at Rollins College. I spent most of my working career in the aerospace and defense industry and uh, used to be the rap on us were that, oh, you work on government contracts and you're not cost conscious. That's not true. We're very cost conscious. I spent a lot of my career in aerospace and defense. I've been in Florida since uh, the second time since 1989, the first time, 1965. I worked on the Apollo program, uh, oh. putting a man on the moon. That's interesting. That's a great experience. Very exciting time. Also worked on a space shuttle. Um, I was a registered professional engineer, uh, and uh, I'm a patented inventor. Well, that's great. And I know from uh, experience uh, at SCORE that you are the expert in, in reference to patents, but that's very interesting. But uh, let's go back to your, your experience as an engineer. Obviously, that's very exciting. And, you know, a lot of the people who live in Florida and especially in the Orlando area, we all love to know more about what goes on in that area. And I, I don't know if you worked in the Kennedy Space Center. Yes, I did. <clears throat> so that did you live in that area or lived in on Merritt Island? Uh, oh, yeah. I was the a responsible systems engineer on several ground support equipment uh, groups. Uh, when people used to ask me what I did, oh, I pumped gas into the spacecraft. <laughs> well, that's very nice. So you had the opportunity to meet several of our astronauts, I'm sure. Yes, I did. I went water skiing with one of them once. Really? Which one? Uh, gosh. I think it was Walt Cunningham. Good. That's very nice. That that had to be a very interesting experience and, and very exciting, I think, because certainly... We have been the leaders in that program, so I think that would be very exciting to work in that in that environment. Absolutely. So, how long ago did you retire? Uh, I retired in 2003 when my wife was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer. Oh, I'm sorry, but I understand she's well? Oh, no, she died. Oh, she uh, passed away. In October of that year. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm on my third wife now. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> Interesting, and I didn't know that. <laughs> well, good. Well, <clears throat> you mentioned something about uh, you are an inventor. What, yes. And what kind of things have you actually, have they actually gone through and you've, they are in the market? No, I have a patent, but it's not to market. 99.6% um, of all inventions ever patented by the U.S. Patent Office, have never made a dime. Mine, I hope, will not be in that category, but like almost all inventors, small inventors, I'm poor but broke. It takes money to get to market. Yeah, and we're going to have to talk about that uh, a little bit, but do you mind telling me what your invention is? Is it sure. something very technical or? No, not that technical. Are you familiar with framing houses? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. We frame houses today. By the way, you're getting my three-minute elevator speech. <laughs> okay. We frame houses today like we did in the 19th century. What my patent does 
is brain framing into the 21st century. Typically, it takes four to six days to frame the average size single-story house, and it's rare to find 90-degree corners, vertical walls, or flat walls. And if you doubt that, look where you live, be it an apartment or a house, you'll find the same thing is true. With my system, that same house can be framed in less than a day with guaranteed 90-degree corners, vertical walls, and flat walls. You can even start installing roof trusses or floor joists if it's a multi-story building one to two hours into the framing process on site, uh, and there's virtually no waste lumber. Well, uh, certainly I'm not an engineer or an architect or anything like that, but that sounds awfully interesting to me, but it also sounds like people in the construction business probably wouldn't like that because it just uh, eliminates a tremendous amount of time. Well, actually, the builders would love it because it saves them money, time and money. Well, it does definitely save time. I don't and know if it money. saves them money. But well, yet, yeah. Labor is expensive. Yeah, it is. Uh, so why, why have you not kind of proceeded with trying to sell that idea? Money. But, I mean, if you, uh, if you could gather some construction people or whatever... Well, I've talked to 149, well, 150 builders mm-hmm. in my market research. 149 of them told me, bring it to market. We love it. We'll use it. One guy said, it's not going to work. Are you familiar with the NIH syndrome? No. <laughs> that's not invented here. I didn't think of it, so it's not a good idea. I think that's what his problem was. Uh-huh. So the people that have been interested, they are, they're suggesting that you have to put it out in the market yourself. Well, yeah, they're all small builders. Uh-huh. So have you ever thought about taking it to one of the big builders? Because I would think that I they would be interested. I have talked to several of them and got nowhere. Didn't get to the right person. Mm-hmm. It's not what you know. It's who you who know. Who you know. Yes, I guess that is kind of an interesting part of the world and part of the business and that we all have to deal with. Well, since uh, you're an expert at this uh, patent, I know that it is very difficult to start to even think about starting something like this because I suppose you could do it yourself or you could do it through an attorney. And yes. that in that case, it becomes a lot more expensive, I understand. Absolutely. Uh, tell me a little bit about these companies that... Uh, you know, they advertise and they say, if you have an idea, bring it to us and mm-hmm. we will help you. Well, there may be a few legitimate ones, but the majority of them are cons. Uh, if you go to the USPTO.gov, that's the patent office's website, uh, and go through it, you will find a list of companies that are like that, that are cons, and the patent office has don't deal with them. Uh, interestingly enough, if you look at the lists of the companies, you will see a lot of different companies with the same address. And that's because what the company does is changes its name, continues advertising, still at the same address. And uh, if you give them your money, you've lost your money. Well, they certainly advertise, and it's always uh, very inexpensive, and now I understand why. But how does a person who has a, a great idea, how do you manage to find the right organization or attorney or 
company that can help you with this? Well, I like to think that the Inventors Council of Central Florida is the right place to go to. We are uh, uh, a group of inventors. We help each other. Uh, we give advice. We mentor, similar to what we do at SCORE. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of inventors uh, that I talk to, uh, they come to our meetings and they say, man, I am ready to get a patent on my invention. How do I do it? First question I ask them, do you have a business plan? Uh, what's a business plan? Uh, it costs $10,000 on up to file a patent with an attorney. If you don't know if you can make money, why would you spend that money to get a patent? If you write a business plan, you'll find out if you can make money. So I always tell them, contact SCORE. I'm a counselor. We can help you with a business plan. And another thing about inventors, most of them have never run a business. They don't know how. Can I stop you right here? Because we're in the process, I think we're coming to a uh, session here where we have to stop for a second. But I I think it's very interesting. And uh, certainly a lot of people have great ideas that are probably, you know, we have inventions every day. Something new comes up. So we will see uh, what is one of the great ideas that you've helped us with. Uh, And you can talk to us about that in a few minutes. We are today uh, interviewing a very interesting gentleman, Ian Alexander, who is currently a SCORE counselor. But aside from that, he's telling us a little bit about his background, which is quite interesting, being an engineer uh, in the space world, and which I think is very fascinating. And uh, so he's told us a little bit about that. He's originally from New York and actually grew up, I guess, in Arizona and then moved here as a result of a job I guess, at the Kennedy Space Center. But in addition to that, uh, this gentleman is very interesting because aside from being a very successful engineer, he is also an inventor. And a lot of his time is spent between SCORE and helping people with their inventions. And we were just talking about the organization that he belongs to, which is the Inventors Council of Central Florida. Of Central Florida. Uh, and I think that's a very interesting thing that uh, we're finding out. Uh, I always thought that if you had a great idea and you wanted to bring a product um, to the market, you basically had to go to an attorney. And that stops a lot of people because it is very expensive. And you have to go to a special type of an attorney, not just any attorney. So uh, it's usually, I don't know, anywhere between $10,000 and above, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, just to get the, all the paperwork going. And it, there is an awful lot of paperwork, I do know that, um, that has to be filled and it has to be very well done because any little bit of a change can change the patent, I understand. Yes. So tell me about what the group, these group of inventors gather and they help people that uh, come in with an idea. Yes. And do you charge for this service? No, uh, <clears throat> we are like SCORE. We are a non-profit organization. We do have monthly dues, but that's it. We don't charge 
Okay, or, so if I am an inventor or, if, or I think I'm an inventor and I bring my idea to you, I have to pay, I have to belong to it and pay some sort of dues? Yeah, it's $5 per meeting. Uh-huh. We meet once a month or $30 a year, whichever you prefer. Is that sounds like much better than going to a, an attorney that's going to charge $10,000. Well, uh, <laughs> let me address your question on costs. Uh, patent attorney is one way to go. There are two other uh, avenues. One is using a patent agent, which is much cheaper than a patent attorney. And we have uh, two patent agents that are members of our group. Or you can do it yourself. Uh, It's really not that hard. If you're an engineer, most engineers pay a lot of attention to detail. And that's all it is, is paying attention to detail. Yeah, but um, I had a friend who had a, a, at the time, what I thought was a very good idea. It was kind of the beginning of the cell phone type concept. And uh, I know that he went through an attorney to do this. And there was a tremendous amount of detail. Uh, and he was, he was, he had the idea and he actually had a sample of what he wanted. But somebody had to write that up. And you're right. There's a tremendous amount mm-hmm. of detail that, and if you don't have it correctly... Uh, nothing happens. But aside from that, what is the average time that it takes for the government to look at your prospect and, and kind of give you some sort of feedback? Well, how, how does it, what's the timing of all this? It takes about two years. Mine took five years. Uh, that was when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, today, if I were to file a patent, I go to the head of the line because of my age. The patent office uh, takes an account that oh. uh, a skeezers might not live too long. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting. So there is an advantage to being old after all. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so if I have an idea, I come to you and I present this to you folks and you take it apart and, and kind of uh, question me or how does that work? Well, what we do is... Uh, you get at, a, at the meeting if you want to share the information. Uh, everybody can comment on it, and uh, you get good comments, you get bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to separate the good from the bad. Mostly we try to give constructive criticism, not anything negative. And if you decide you want to pursue it, pursue it. Uh, now, one thing... Before you ever apply for a patent, you must do a patent search. Is that something that you folks uh, help out with? Yes. Okay. Well, a patent search. Now, a patent, uh, there's a difference, I, I assume. That there is a patent. There's a national type patent, I guess. And then there's uh, a patent that will be for the world. Or how do I prevent my idea from being stolen by somebody else? <laughs> In today's world, that's very difficult. Um Once you are patented, you are protected up to a point. Uh, A few years ago, uh, our government decided to change the patent laws. Instead of being first to invent, it became first to file. So if somebody found out about your idea and they had the money to patent it right away, just because you invented it, you're out of luck. So how do you get to the front of the line? You have to pay a fortune, and who do you pay it to? Well, uh, when you apply for a patent, 
you can apply either for a provisional patent, which gives you one year to file for either a utility or a uh, design patent. The utility patent is what most people use. Design patents don't give you a whole lot of protection. They're too easy to get around. Uh, If you don't file within that one-year time period of applying for your uh, provisional patent, then the patent office just disposes of it. They don't even open it and look at it. They just dispose of it. Then if anyone else files for the same thing and they file for either a provisional or, or a utility patent, then they are first in line. So uh, there is, uh, is there any money involved when I have to file this? Uh, there is a filing patent? fee. Uh, it changes fairly often uh, for uh, a uh, provisional patent. I think it's around $75 or $80 for a utility patent. The last time I looked, it was $250. But you can save half that if you are a small entity and do not have four uh, patents on record in your name. You can get it, uh, you can file as a micro entity and save about half the cost of the fee. The big cost comes in paying for an attorney. Yes. So, uh, from what I can hear, it would be certainly the best idea is to come and visit the Inventors Council uh, first so that you can really get some proper guidance as to what should be the next step uh, instead of going to an attorney. I would definitely say so. I would also say it's much to your advantage to to visit either the Inventors Council or SCORE. Most inventors don't know how to run a business, so they really need to come to SCORE. Yes, probably. I I think most inventors uh, have the great ideas, but you're right. They probably don't know how to run a business, and therefore they should come to SCORE uh, where we are ready to help. And uh, I should mention to you what our phone number is. It it is 407 Four two zero four eight four four. You can call anytime between nine uh, a.m. and five p.m. And the uh, interesting thing about Score is there is always a human being, so you are not going to get a recording. We will always answer the phone, and we are ready to help. Um, we uh, are there uh, every day, Monday through uh, Friday. We always have a counselor on duty, and we always have uh, people who are willing to uh, help you. Uh, you should also go into our website and you will see all the various types of seminars that we offer. Um, and we take everybody by the hand, in, in essence, from the time you have the idea to start a business until you're up and running and hopefully being very successful. And even when you are successful, we continue to help you around. So uh, I think SCORE is a good place to start if you have an idea, at least uh, even if it's for an invention, at least now we know that we can also refer you to a different organization that is there ready, willing, and ready to help you. So going back to this uh, idea of these inventions, how long would it take somebody really to develop this? Do you help them through the write-up of, of the idea? Uh, no. no don't we do don't that. do that. Uh, we can point you to the right uh, resources. Uh, we have a website that is just a tremendous resource 
we can give you almost any kind of help that you need from our uh, website. If you need a prototype built, we have people that we've used, we've vetted, uh, that can do your prototype. And is that is there a charge for that? Oh, yeah. These people are in business. They make prototypes. So that's what they, that's what they yes. do. That's what their business is. Right. Okay. Uh, if you need 3D CAD drawings made, uh, we have people that do that. Uh, we, we can recommend. So uh, almost anything you need, you can find on our website. So if I, have, uh, if I have an idea, the first thing that I would do is go to you folks. You would listen to uh, what I have, and then you would tell me which is the avenue I should take for this. Absolutely. I, in particular, we all do, but I love telling people where to go. <laughs> I'm not sure I <laughs> want to know about that. <laughs> well, but that's, that's really a very interesting. So going back to your experience with uh, SCORE, Have you encountered people who have come into SCORE and ask you about, uh, you know, in the inventions uh, oh, that they may have? Yes. And, yes. and have you been able to, guide, guide, you know, guide them and have they actually made it happen? Um, I have been able to guide them. I've always invited them to attend the Inventors Council meetings. Um, I've had some that are progressing. I've had some that uh, are spinning their wheels. And that's typical of, I think, uh, all clients. You are going to have some that move forward and some just can't overcome the inertia. So of the ones, have you, I'm sure you hear some very interesting stories and very interesting uh, gimmicks, or not gimmicks, but what do you call those uh, things that, you know, people will present things that you say, well, this sounds like an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Have you had some of those uh, that I actually might see out in the market nowadays? Uh, yes, uh, I'm working with uh, a client now that has two things. Um, but since everything that they tell to score is confidential, I cannot tell you what their products are because they're not yet patented. Okay, well, we'll uh, stop here and um, we'll leave that. And it's a good Good thing that you uh, mentioned that because we are uh, totally uh, confidential. Anything you tell anybody at SCORE in reference to your business it entirely stays within the organization. This is not something we share with anybody. So you are free to come and visit us and let us know what you would like to do or where you are in your business. And we do not share any of this information to, with the, anybody. The same so. thing is true in the Inventors Council. When you attend our meetings, well, we've been, this group's been meeting for 42 plus years. Nobody has ever had an idea stolen. When you attend a meeting, you sign in, and what you sign in is essentially a non-disclosure agreement. Well, thank you. Well, we'll have a few minutes, and uh, we'll be back. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. Well, we're talking today with one of our SCORE counselors, Ian Alexander, who, aside from being a SCORE counselor, is also very involved with the invention uh, counselors uh, because he is also an inventor, aside from what he's done in the past, which I think is very interesting. 
Uh, I also want to mention and remind everyone that we do have our big event. Our annual BizFest is going to take place on May 2nd. And we are certainly looking forward to seeing many of you there. Just remember, this is a an event that takes place only around May, usually, every year. And we have an opportunity to have some seminars. It's a great opportunity for networking. Uh, we uh, are going to be starting at uh, 12 o'clock. And we are going to go through the whole afternoon and even to the early part of the night. This concludes at about 7.30 with a great cocktail. So uh, if nothing else, come early in the afternoon and meet a lot of our people, do some networking. Uh, there will be raffles and prices and you'll get to meet uh, Chris, uh, who is usually the uh, gentleman that handles this particular show, along with Rich, with which, uh, of course, everybody has heard about and knows about. And uh, I will also be there. If you would like to come and uh, register, you are welcome to do that. And you can do that by uh, going to our website, which is orlando.score.org or orlandoscore.org. For uh, any additional information, if you have a desire to uh, open a business or start a business or have a question regarding your business, uh, you feel feel free to call us at 407-420-4844. We always have people on in the office that are happy and really willing to help you. That is our payback. All of this is done free because we just want to give back to the community. Most of us have had a business, have been successful at it, and this is our way of paying back. So May 2nd, keep that on your calendars. So going back to our guest, uh, Ian, let us uh, let me ask you this. What is the connection between SCORE and the Inventors Council? Actually, we're uh, fairly similar, and we in the Inventors Council are trying to create a synergistic uh, relationship with SCORE. Uh, for example, we will have a table at the BizFest, uh, actually, SCORE and the Inventors Council are two very well-kept secrets. We're the best deals in town, but we need to so. get them better, no, uh, better known. So uh, one way is for us to be at the BizFest. Another way, and this is for uh, hopefully SCORE will be interested in doing this, is attend our Inventors Expo, which we are going to try and set up as a joint venture between SCORE and the Inventors Council. We also attend the Makers Fair, which happens in October every year. And I'm going to recommend that uh, maybe SCORE have a table there, just like we do. Uh, this will get us our name known a little bit more. And hopefully we can come up with some other ideas to get both organizations more publicity. You are so right. This is a very well-kept secret, to be honest, because uh, not too many people know about SCORE. Of course, we have our website, uh, and we are on Facebook and every other social uh, item that's out there. I don't know. Are you folks on uh, Facebook, or uh, uh, do you have a website also? We do, we do have a website. What is that website? I'm sorry? What is the website? Uh, I think it's in inventorsrus.org. 
com. I'm not sure. But you can just Google Inventors Council of Central Florida, and you can find our website that way. You say Inventors Council of Central Florida. So is there another, is, are there more Inventors Councils all over the country? Uh, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, the founders of the Orlando group, uh, two of them, uh, uh, David Flinchbaugh and his wife Heidi, uh, he's our past president. Um, he and his wife helped start the group down in South Florida and over in Tampa. How many uh, how many volunteers are there in this organization? Well, our membership uh, locally is over four hundred. Really, but. Uh, our attendance is considerably less. Like all organizations, right. have big membership and not too many come regularly. Our active group is around 30. Uh, where, as a matter of fact, we're starting to outgrow one of the places we meet because uh, our attendance is picking up. We're getting a lot of new members. And how, how does one qualify to be a member? Do you have to have had an invention yourself or... No, if you're interested, just come on down and join. We've had inventors from age 6 to 104. Really? Wow. Some are pretty darn sharp, too. I bet. Well, you know, the younger generation is always coming up with uh, new things, so I can understand that. That's uh, very interesting. But I think the most interesting thing about this whole thing is, as you say, it is a well-kept secret uh, until you came aboard Truly, at SCORE, I didn't know such a thing existed. And uh, it's kind of too bad because there are a lot of people who have some very good ideas. Some people would like to start a business, but other people just have the idea of having a, some sort of a gadget or something that could be a phenomenal business down the road if they put it together and make mm -hmm. it happen. Uh, but they have absolutely no idea how to go about it. So the fact that this uh, exists is just great. Well, do you meet on a monthly basis or? We meet the first Saturday of every month at 1 o'clock. Our location varies uh, four times a year. We meet at the NEC. Uh, we're very uh, thankful that the NEC is gracious That's the enough. National Entrepreneurial Center, which is exactly where SCORE is located. Yes. Uh, the rest of the time, we're meeting at Lab up in Longwood. Uh, Lab is a group of people who just like to build things. Uh, so uh, in, uh, you'd have to go into your website to find out where the meeting is. Uh, just click on, when you find the website, click on meetings. It will tell you the date and time and location and even give you a map on how to find it. Okay, well, that's uh, quite interesting. Yeah, and I think uh, you apparently enjoy that part of, the, of your life. Uh, meeting with other inventors. But uh, what do you enjoy about being a counselor at SCORE? It gives me the opportunity to give back. Uh, I've been fairly successful in my life. Uh, I'm quite happy, but I'm retired, and now it's a chance for me to help other people. I love helping other people. And how often do you, uh, how often are you at SCORE? Uh, like most counselors, we uh, counsel twice a month. Uh, I also uh, teach the business plan seminar. Oh, that's a good one. That uh, We're doing business plans, what, once a month or something once, like that nowadays? 
Yes. So that's interesting. Uh, in your experience, uh, and you mentioned this before, that basically if you want to start a business, one of the first things we recommend is precisely to have a business plan. It's amazing how how many people don't even think about the business plan. And uh, when they look at it, they think it's too uh, too long, too confusing. They don't want to do it. And they like to maybe farm that out to somebody else. And I personally, and I'm sure you too, uh, certainly do not recommend that they do that uh, because you have to know what your plan is and you really have to be very familiar with it. It's not something you can have somebody else do for you. I used to do it and get paid for it until I realized that I'm really not helping the people that I wrote the business plans correct. for. That is correct. Uh, business plans are certainly something that we always recommend. Uh, yes, and it's arduous, but you know, having your own business is never going to be easy. And if this is, if making a business plan is uh, difficult for you, you better think about really getting in business because that's just the first step. Uh, business plans really aren't that difficult. They're tedious. They're tedious. That's right. Um, think of a business plan as a roadmap. It's a roadmap on how you're going to run your business. That's right. And it's a roadmap that that changes uh, constantly. It's not a once and done thing. It's not a once and done thing. Right. I think the, the most difficult part is getting it started. I think once you've done it and you've done it once, it just becomes a very simple thing, really, because it's just a question of updating it. I'm on my 18th revision for my fast framing system. <laughs> Yes. Well, I think we all have gone through that particular process, so we understand that very well. Well, once again, uh, we are meeting today with Ian Alexander, one of our counselors at SCORE. And as he mentioned before, he's been with us for two and a half years. He uh, not only does uh, counseling, but he also teaches one of the classes, the business class. And you should go to our website, uh, orlando.score.org, to see all the various seminars that are available to you. Uh, some of them have a minimum uh, charge. A couple of them are free. And I forgot to mention that we also have uh, Breakfast with a Leader, and that's something that is available twice a month. And that is always somebody who is in business, who is successful, and who wants to share some of the information. And I would certainly recommend that. Again, that's with the magic, magic word of free. So how can you go wrong with that? You get some uh, drink, you get coffee, you get uh, something else to eat, and you hear somebody who has had the experience of uh, starting a business and be successful at it. And then we have a luncheon uh, also. And again, uh, for the times and uh, dates, you should go to our website so you can get that information. The luncheon is uh, $15, I believe, and it certainly is uh, also something very much worthwhile. And the food's I, pretty good, too. Yeah, the food is good. Uh, and the experience, and then you have an opportunity to do some networking. So you do have to register for both of those uh, uh, items, uh, both the breakfast and the lunch, because uh, they are very uh, popular and very successful, and we want to make sure we have enough food for everyone. So please, uh, again, go to our website and uh, remind you that our office is located at the uh, Entrepreneurial Center at the uh, Fashion Square Mall uh, on Colonial off of Magruder, uh, Maguire, I should say. And uh, there is some construction going on right now. So 
Make sure you uh, turn on to McGuire because that's easy parking and close to the entrance on uh, A, I guess is what you could say. Plenty of parking, uh, but there is uh, a little bit of dust going on over there because they really are uh, improving that particular shopping center. And we will be back right after this commercial break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 